Welcome to Start With Me Time. I'm your host, Carolina Morales, and I'm here to share some of the deepest lessons I've learned through the beautiful journey of self-discovery. My goal with this podcast is to share authentic, meaningful content on how I have been able to positively change my life through prioritizing the inner work. My purpose is to help you remember that you too can become the highest version of yourself. You too can live in alignment with your truth. You too can become the creator of your reality. I am here to remind you of your power and to provide the tools on how to start. I am so grateful to have you here today and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, hello everyone! I know it's been a while since I've done an episode, but if you guys have seen my Instagram story, I did a podcast update where I talked about the timeline of my episodes and how I'm not someone who is really interested in uploading on a weekly basis, but I'm someone who is dedicated to creating content and delivering content when it comes from inspiration. And guys, today I am feeling so inspired. I had an amazing day and I just, I feel like I have had so much reflection lately and reflection in like the best way possible, you know, like I do believe that the best reflection comes from bad moments and when you're able to like really digest the bad moments and ask yourself, okay, like what am I, what can I learn from this and what is this trying to teach me? You end up reframing your situation. Your situation becomes a lot more positive and you just make better decisions. And guys, I've had one of those weeks and I'm on the path to making better decisions now. And I I don't know, like I just feel so inspired. I feel like sharing and I want to talk about one of the most important lessons and just really what transcended and accelerated my spiritual journey and just really what what even got me here like the whole reason why I'm doing this and it all has to do with really like the book The Power of Now and why I believe that time is an illusion and why the only moment that we have in life is the now and that's really what this episode is about I really want to highlight uh this book The Power of Now because when I think about this book, especially, I think about a time in my life where I was so, so, so dedicated to growing. Like, when I tell you that all I wanted to do was know more, like, learn more, I was on this path of just constantly seeking to better myself. And this was the book that I had in my hand when I was, I'm not saying I'm obviously not on that journey because I still am, but this was really, like, the book that just, like, like flew me into that journey of like wanting to keep on continuing and just like really motivated me like this book grounded me in a way that I've never been grounded before I just like it truly pushed me to see what it means to live every day in presence and what it means to be an observer and and what it means to live in the now because I, I know like that probably gets thrown around a lot like oh like you need to be present like you need to be in the now but it's like okay well what does the now mean and that's something that Eckhart Tolle explains so well in this book and I would not have the understanding that I have for it now had it not been for this book and so I really want to use this book as like a reference for all the things that I'm going to say to elaborate and just like further develop the idea and not even an idea because it's a truth, you know, like I really want to explain why the now, the now is all that we have and why we should always be living in the now. And I'm just going to go ahead and dive right in because this is clearly a topic I'm very passionate about, guys. I have 
a tattoo on my wrist that says now. So if that doesn't show or tell you enough, I mean, I guess the content will, right? <laughs> Before I really dive into all the lessons that you can take away from the power of now, I want to say that this is a book that you can never stop reading. You know, I've only read it once and just looking at it now, I know that I have to pick it up again because it's truly a book that reminds you that we are simply here to just like be present. Like we are truly here to just be. And we forget that. We forget that sometimes. We aren't like we are called a human being for a reason, you know? And guys, I forget it sometimes. Like I'm not perfect, but this book, I, this book really transforms you. It, it makes you want to be somebody who is, who just is, right? And so I'm saying this as a reminder for myself, um, as a reminder for anyone who's read the book, just seeing it now, I'm going to probably pick it up very soon and just reread it because again, we all need to be reminded. Sometimes we forget, but we need to be reminded. And it is spiritual teachers like Eckhart Tolle who reminds us of the most important lesson that there is. All right. So the first lesson that I really just want to go on and start with is really the concept of how to get to the now, right? And how to reach that level of presence. But the only way that you can truly reach that level of presence is by being the observer. And so how does one become the observer? How do I detach from my thoughts? And this is the thing, guys. This is the thing. Our mind is so, so powerful. Our mind... And I also want to remind you that 90% of, I don't know the exact number, I think it's like 80 to 20, but 80% of the thoughts that you have every day are redundant and and are the thoughts that you were probably thinking the day before. And so like, typically like thoughts are not very productive and they're pretty much useless. Like only 20% of your thoughts every day have an impact on what you're going to do. And so this is why it's so important to detach because we have to realize that our thoughts are just coming by. They're just flowing. They're just processing they're just they're like little clouds my um one of my mentors her name is pv she she told me this she told me this one time she told me that you are the sky and your thoughts are just clouds and i didn't really understand in the beginning but like as i further progressed into like you know my spirituality and whatnot and just like the, the notion of being the observer i i truly understood it because we are the sky in the sense that like we are this like state of consciousness that is ever present and it is abundant and limitless and it's just always going to be there and we are just so endless like the sky the sky is never ending yet these clouds are so temporary they're just coming and they're floating through but they eventually evaporate and they're so impermanent but we the sky are always there we are that conscious observer and our thoughts are just the clouds like swaying through the sky like leaving and coming and going and reforming and building and then just there's just this impermanence to the clouds and the same way that there's an impermanence to our thoughts and so when you start to understand the power of the mind you start to use it more consciously right and i want to use um i want to point out this quote from the book and it says the mind is a superb instrument if used rightly Used wrongly, however, it becomes very destructive. To put it more accurately, it is not so much that you use your mind wrongly, you actually don't use it at all. It uses you. This is the disease. You believe that you are your mind. This is the delusion. 
the instrument has taken you over. And that's so profound because it's so true. You know, we have these days where we have really bad days and we just feed ourselves with negative thoughts. And then we believe that we are those negative thoughts. We believe, oh, I'm so useless. I'm so unproductive. Like, I, you know, like you, and you really, really identify with these thoughts. But when you are able to take a step back and say, no, like these thoughts are just floating through my mind, but I am the observer. I'm witnessing these thoughts come by, but that is not me. That is a game changer because that is when you become conscious of who you are and you become conscious and you, once you can elude those thoughts, once you can detach from them, you are opening up a portal to be fully present in the moment. When you're able to witness your thoughts and not identify with them and create a space between your thoughts and who you are, that is what it means to truly live because you are not identifying with your thoughts. You are simply being, you know? And I want to point out another quote that says, those who have not found their true wealth, which is the radiant joy of being and the deep, unshakable peace that comes with it, are beggars, even if they have great material wealth. They are looking outside for scraps of pleasure or fulfillment for validation, security, or love, while they have a treasure within that not only includes all those things, but is infinitely greater than anything the world can offer. And I want to point that out because I think a lot of the times people think that true intelligence is within the mind. True intelligence is these formulations that you can calculate on your own using your brain, but I want you guys to know that that's not, I mean, in my opinion, I want you guys to know that that's not what true true intelligence means to me. True intelligence is not your mind because your mind is... Not you, you know, true intelligence is when you can tap into that conscious presence, observe it, honor it, be, that's what intelligence is. And, and I really believe that we are simply here to just be, and I think that we forget that a lot, including myself, you know, like, but we have to remind each other that we are just here to be present, and that is all. I also want to emphasize that this is something that you can practice and you can become significantly better at over time. This is... A muscle right like practicing your consciousness practicing that awareness is just like a, it's like anything in life you got to practice it for you to be better at it and so maybe in the beginning it's hard but the more you try to do it the more that you practice it the better you'll become at it and eventually it'll just become second nature and that's the goal you know like live a life where you are always the observer all right and so the next truly transformational lesson is understanding what resistance is and how observing resistance can be the strongest way to accelerate your spiritual practice right so to put it simply resistance is any time that you are experiencing something where you don't want to be there right so like it could be essentially anything in life i know that it could be you in a starbucks line not wanting to be in the long line it could be somebody hurt your feelings and you really don't want to feel that pain it could be Let's say your mom made food for you and you really don't want to eat that food. Resistance, resisting. You don't want to be experiencing what's in front of you right now. And observing that you're resisting is the most powerful thing because through observing that resistance, you transform, you transmute, you say, okay, you know what? Like I notice that I'm trying to resist this moment right now, but no, like this is a form and I'm going to make this my spiritual practice. I'm going to make it a point to be fully present in this moment and not resist because through resisting, I will only become unhappier. And I want you guys to know 
that resistance is resistance comes from the ego and do you want to know why because the ego is something that it thrives off problems the ego cannot survive if you are not constantly creating a problem in your life because the moment that you tell yourself okay like i'm totally okay with this like i'm totally happy with what's in front of me i don't want anything else your ego is silent because your ego doesn't need your ego doesn't thrive in those situations your ego is dead now, if you constantly are looking for problems in your life, you're like, oh, this person cut me off. Oh, well, this person did this, did this to me. Oh, well, this person um, was bad-mouthing me. Oh, but this person, like, no, like, your ego is looking for reasons to stay alive. Anytime you're creating a problem, you are creating pain because a problem comes from resistance to what is. And Toll does a great job at simplifying this in this sentence. He says, The pain that you create now is always some form of non-acceptance, some form of unconscious resistance to what is. The intensity of pain depends on the degree of resistance to the present moment, and this in turn depends on how strongly you are identified with your mind. Why does the mind habitually deny or resist the now? Because it cannot function and remain in control without time, which is the past and future so it perceives the timeless now as threatening. Time and mind are in fact inseparable. And trust me guys, I know that time being an illusion is a hard concept to digest, but hear me out. When have you ever done something that wasn't in the now, right? And think about it. We have this concept of future and present and past, But when we're thinking of the past, we're just thinking of it. It's not an experience. And when we're thinking of the future, we're thinking about it. We're not experiencing it. And so we have this concept of time, but really time is just this measurement for means of production. It's just something that we created to measure how we're doing in life. Because if you think about it, you tell yourself, well, by 20, I want to do this. Well, by 25, I want to have a house. By 28, I want to get married. You know, like a lot of people have these timelines of things that they want to achieve because they're constantly living in the the future. And then they think like, oh, well, like that person in the past had so-and-so done by that point. So like I should have so-and-so done by that point. It's like your mind, like that is your mind. Your mind is creating these scenarios your mind is going back to the past and again like your ego is your false sense of self and time only exists in the ego so another example that might help you understand this better is creating these narratives that we have of ourselves and again like the ego is this false sense of self created through the narratives that we've developed over time right so for example let's say that there's this guy named Devin, right? And Devin spent his whole life being an amazing student. He was just like that star child that everybody looked up to. His parents adored him. And he holds on to that narrative, who he is. That, that, was, that is who he is because he's holding on to that moment of him in the past. But maybe let's say now Devin isn't that, isn't that kind of person anymore. Let's say Devin has become more of a type B kind of person. But... He feels sad with himself. He feels insecure insecure about himself. He feels like he's not doing enough because he wasn't the person that he was back 
when he was a child is if that makes sense you know like he's holding on to an idea of him that's not physically who he is right now and it's through holding on to that false sense of identification we create pain because we're not fully accepting and we're not fully enjoying and just honoring who we are in the moment right now and when you can learn to detach from these false narratives that you have in the past or detach from who you want to be in the future and just fully go into the moment not wanting anything but that moment is when you escape time and it's when you because escaping time means that you are not living in the ego right and so through through that you can escape time you can escape the ego you can create like you can lose identification with this false sense of who you are and resistance comes into our life through so many different forms for example one kind of resistance would be fear right anything along the lines of unease worry anxiety nervousness tension dread phobia etc but here's what i've noticed when it comes to fear right fear really is just the ego being scared of being wrong the ego being scared of dying it's the ego's fear of annihilation and so when you come to observe this fear when you observe oh i'm worried i'm anxious i'm this i'm that and you observe it observing that fear is the most profound tool for expansion because through observing that fear you detach from the ego and you say well that's not me the real me really wants to do this but my ego is scared of doing this because it's scared of being rejected it's scared of being humiliated but deep down i know who i am is not scared of any of those things because i know i'm so much more than what other people say about me you know and that's why it's such a it's strong tool for expansion because when you can recognize fear and move past it and let it fuel you as a sign that you're doing the right thing you are living in the now you are living in the now you know so i just urge you guys when you feel fear tell yourself this is a sign that i'm doing the right thing this is a sign that i got to keep on pushing forward because my ego is scared and when my ego is scared that means my higher self is going my higher my higher self is pushing through you know so reframe that fear tell yourself hey fear like not scared of you like i like you like come on like i'm gonna i'm, I'm excited like you know like just reframe it and now that we're really diving deeper into the conversation of ego, I kind of want to just talk a little bit more about the ego. Because I'm from Miami, guys, and I love Miami. I love Miami so, so, so much. But it is very external. You know, a lot of people are worried about the external. But And I grew up here, so I was feeding my ego for a very long, a large part of my life. And the real way that I was able to understand who I am and my computer just got a notification who I am and who my ego is is by seeing how often I try to separate myself from others so for example let's say I walk into a room and there's this really cool girl and she's wearing these really cool shoes and her outfit is just on point my ego is going to be hurt because I'm like, damn, like, she's cooler than me. Like, why are her shoes so much cooler than me? Why is her outfit so much cooler than me? And so my ego will instantly try to separate myself from her 
by saying, well, no, like, I'm different from her because I have this. I'm different from her because I have this. I'm different from her because of, like, of X, Y, Z, right? And so you constantly try to separate yourself from others in a, in a way to leverage yourself and see yourself better than everyone else. And that is the ego feeding off of your mind. The ego is feeding off of your mind. But when you choose to step into that same, let's say I, I step into that same situation where I see a girl with really cool shoes and I, she's just cooler than me. I'm just going to accept it. I'm just going to say, damn, that girl is so cool. Like, why? Like, I love her shoes. I want to go up to her. I want to talk to her. Like, I want to be her friend, you know? Like, the ego is going to be like, oh, like, she's so cool. Like, why is she cooler than me? And then it's going to be like, wait, no, like, I'm actually cooler. Like, look at what I have. Like, look at why I'm different. Like, look at what separate separates me from her. But the higher self, the highest self, the real you is going to be like, wow, like, I'm so grateful that I got to walk into a room and see a cool ass girl. Like, I'm so grateful that this girl has such cool shoes because now I have the idea of what cool shoes look like. Or, But you get what I'm trying to say, right? Like the highest self, like the real version of you, who your essence, your source will always fully accept the moment. It will always be so grateful for the moment. It will always want nothing but that moment but your ego will separate your ego will go back into different points that aren't the now your ego will feed off of the mind and so the true source for this transformation the real way to transform is by start starting to observe and once you start observing your life will change Alrighty, and the last lesson that i want you guys to take away from this podcast is are you living your life or are you living your life waiting, right? And so when I understood when it, how most people spend their lives waiting, I started to think about, wait, am I spending my life waiting? And I remember when I first started reading The Power of Now, I started reading like the first two chapters. Uh, I was about to go to the Canary Islands in the summer and I just remember at that point in my life thinking like, oh, I can't wait till I go to Spain. Like I hadn't been in three years and I was just like, I felt this urge that once I got there, like everything was going to be okay and it, like everything was going to be just perfect, right? And I eventually realized that I was waiting. <laughs> I was waiting. And through waiting, I was resisting the now. And through waiting, I was creating problems. And through waiting, I was living in my mind, right? And so I want you guys to catch yourself. Catch yourself when you tell your, when you find yourself in a moment or you find yourself during the week and you're like, oh, I just can't wait till Friday or, oh, I can't wait till my spring break trip or I can't wait. Why are you waiting? Why can't you just be fully grateful for the moment right now? Catch yourself, catch yourself and tell yourself tomorrow's not granted. Why am I waiting? I'm so grateful to be here. I'm so grateful to be in this moment. This moment is here to teach me all that I can learn, you know, like reframe reframing your mind is key and so when you catch yourself waiting reframe it say no i don't want to be there i want to be right here right now that's all that i want and another thing i notice that happens a lot is let's say someone shows up late to a meeting or just shows up late to any kind of interaction between two people the person who shows up late will usually go to the other person and be like oh like I'm so sorry to have kept you waiting, like, blah, 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 blah. And then the person usually responds like, oh, no, like, it's okay, don't worry about it. Why don't we respond to the other person 
I was just enjoying myself. No, it's okay. Like, I was so fully in present in the moment, enjoying who I am. And I wasn't waiting. I was being me. I was living the joy radiant of being, you know. And I just think that if we responded to more people like that, the world would be a different place. <laughs> Before I end the notion of waiting, I have been like really stressed lately because I have all these plans that I want to do. And then I take my, I, I bring myself back and I'm like, Garo, like, come on, like, we're all about living in the now, you know? And then I remind myself that stress is caused by being here, as in being in the now, but wanting to be there. Or being in presence, but wanting to be in the future. And so I have to just always remind myself to bring myself back to the moment and to not expect or to want other things because when I put a sense of happiness in the future, when I put a sense of happiness, oh, once I reach this mark in my life, or once I have this amount of followers, or once um, I start my coaching program and I have X amount of clients, like I'm putting my happiness on an outcome in the future that's not guaranteed instead of being grateful for the moment that I have right now, you know? So I want you guys to remember that. I want you guys to take away as many practices as you can from this lesson. I really hope maybe this challenged you a little bit. Maybe it made you see life in a different perspective. Maybe now you're going to start practicing being the observer more. So I really hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast. And if you have any questions, if something challenged you and you want to question me about it or you didn't really understand something and you want me to further develop or further explain that idea, reach out to me, DM me, guys. And please feel free to give me um, any feedback that you have on the podcast. This is really something that I love to do um, because... I just love to share. I love to share what I learned. I love to share my experiences. And this is my outlet. This is my platform and where I can do that, right? So the, the better I can serve my audience, the better I can be for you and the better I can be to myself. So yeah, guys, please feel free to share any of your comments. And if you really resonated with this podcast, if this podcast is like, whoa, like uh, just screenshot it, share on your story and tag me. So again, Thank you guys so much for listening. If you made it this far, I love you. Well, I loved you anyways. I loved you from the very beginning, so that's not true. I love you. I love everyone. Um, also, a little comment that I just want to throw in that someone said the other day on a conscious conversation that I hopped on. And he said, his name was Tariq, by the way. It was on uh, Third Nature's Conscious Convo. But he said something along the lines of, I have loved everyone I have ever met and it really took me back because it showed me how he had a deep understanding of life and just his level of detachment and that's just somewhere that I want to be Um, and I'm on that journey to getting there but I just think it's such a beautiful reminder to say something like I have loved everyone I have ever met so beautiful so I'm going to end the podcast on that um I hope you guys have an amazing day. I hope you guys start your mornings with me time. You guys know that that is my philosophy in life. Start the day with yourself. So start the day with yourself. I hope to catch you on the next pod. And if you've listened again, thank you. I appreciate you guys so much. I'll see you on the next episode. Send you guys so much love, so much gratitude. And have a beautiful rest of your day.